Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells. It's my delight to be with you today. Thank you my Coffee and the Cosmos family from around the world. Over a hundred countries we're reaching with the gospel of righteousness of Yeshua Jesus the Christ. I want to go into talking to you about something even more important today. It seems like we're getting a little deeper now every day because, you know, you want to build up the statue of the Son of Man. You want to build up the statue of the Son of Man. And the Son of Man is Christ, but the Son of Man is you. And you want to be able to build up the statue of the Son of Man that it can house the glory of the Lord that God has given you, that which goes into you in the night watch, that which you go into when you transcend and have ascensions, that what happens to you when you pray in the Spirit. You know, my whole life I was praying in the Spirit. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 10 years old and I was praying in the Spirit. I used to pray in the Spirit a lot, which I still do, but... I was not getting the same effect, though it was good. I was always getting downlines, and it would feel like God was doing something into me, and I could heal the still, small voice. But it would have to be in a continual, not like a growing of, uh, all right, you put a pound down, now you got two pounds, five pounds, ten pounds. It was more like you put a pound down, you put another pound, but now it seems to be a pound and one ounce. And I noticed as I began to learn to build the framework of who I am to house the very glory of what I'm engaging, whether by the baptism of the Holy Ghost or praying in tongues or engaging when I go into my word or engaging when I pray in the spirit or engaging when I go to church and listen to the man or the woman of Yahweh, engaging as I sent my offerings and my tithe and all that I do before the Lord, when I'm engaging my worship, I wanted it to have more of an effect in myself that I may be more of that which he is. Thinking that at the growth I was growing could I always seem to grow a little faster than most, uh, that that was it. And it was like, no, 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 there's more. There's more as you go on the other side of the veil and you build the framework to house that which you have. Now one pound becomes two and two becomes four and four becomes 12 and because it's exponentially when you do these things on the other side of the veil. And if you don't understand what going on the other side of the veil is, I can tell you in short form by faith, you know the blood covenant of Yeshua. You know the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He opened up the veil. He's the delet. He's the holy delet, the holy doorway that I step into, that you step into by faith in my imagination realm. I begin to step into it by faith and begin by Holy Spirit to see the images revealed. I'm on the other side of the veil, listening and hearing and imagining. And I don't mean fantasy island. I mean, imagining, thinking, pondering what I'm seeing by the spirit, pondering the word I read, pondering the prayer I prayed and to it begin one day to become illuminated to my consciousness and it begin to open up. And therefore now I'm seeing in Zion, I'm seeing on the other side of the veil, I'm seeing in the rim that's on the secret rim that's behind the rim. I'm seeing through the blood covenant of Yeshua. I'm going to see through Ayin that I may go into the mountain of the Lord and speak from my pay, my speaking place, because I went through the delet, the door, the Yeshua, and gathered up all the, through Gamal, that, that which is the provision, into the bet, the house of the Lord. And I cast all my burdens on the Aleph of God, the very burden bearer, as he brought me into Resh, that I may see in the future and see in the past. 
and bring it into my reality right now. As I settle and mim and go into the upper waters and go deep into the depths of your way. See, this is why it's so important to learn these things that God has for you. Engage them. It's not a learnt craft as to say, oh, I learned two plus two is four. But it is learn. Like the Bible says, study to show thyself or prove the workman rightly dividing the word of truth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything shall be added unto you. The seek, the ask, the knock process of God. It is the Bible says it's the glory of Yahweh to conceal a thing, but it's also the glory of kings. That's you and me to search a matter out. So I go to search it out and to and to win until it becomes realized in my life. This is not quick fix. This ain't like a drive through at McDonald's where I order food and they give me some processed stuff that has no no daily value of nutrition. <laughs> And uh, I'm eating it right, or minimum, I guess. I really don't know their value daily. I just never feel like the few times I've had McDonald's lately, uh, which has been a while now, uh, didn't feel like I ate real food. <laughs> but that's not a science fact, okay? Um, but I'll tell you, they do have the best french fries in the world. I love their french fries. I, I can't have french fries though right now. Uh, I'm ketoishing. All right, so, you know, I go, you go in deep. You go in deep. You want to go in deep. Well, let me read something to you. I, I was talking to a friend of mine and um, I was going into Genesis because many times Yahweh will take me back in my mind's eye into the Garden of Eden and the process of Yahweh and Adam and Eve and the process of the creation and the process of what God was doing with man and the glory that was housed upon man and how man walked as a son of God in the earth because he was a son of God, created of God, created out of the substance of the earth, which is one of his favorite creations. And he pulled it up and hewed it up out of himself and he breathed into the breath of it, not oxygen, the breath of the essence of all that he is. And he made both male and female, did he make them? And it was good, the Bible says. That's in Genesis chapter one. But I want to go a little deeper because this is kind of going into relationship with Yahweh, relationship with friends, relationship with spouses, relationship with children, relationship with pastors, relationship with really anyone, business associates. This is a true statement. But let me go ahead and read about Adam, okay? Uh, I'm going to go to verse 21 of uh, Genesis chapter 2. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. <laughs> so uh, uh, sometimes I'm kind of a funny type guy. All right. Um, sometimes I think about that. It's like, you know, let's think about it. God just co-created all creation of the animals and the beasts and the field and the air with Adam. Okay. And so we know that God can just do it. I mean, come on, he breathed the breath of Adam into the dust of the earth, which is gold and so on and so on and created him. Why did he put him to sleep? And I'm like, God, I'm thinking, why did you, you know, it's like, like your first anesthesia, right? You're going into, uh, get an anesthesia. Uh, well, not get an anesthesia, get a surgery done and they'll knock you out with some anesthesia. It's like, Yahweh, why did you knock this dude out with anesthesia? You could have just 
instantly, miraculously, you know, pulled out something from him without him even even feeling it because he was a spirit being as well as you can do that now because there's so many miracles since the day of time until now that God has done instant miracles and cancer disappears and this grew, grew back and no one was put to sleep. I'm like, you know, so he didn't say this, but this is my own thinking. He, he likes the surprise. And so when he saw Eve, she was so beautiful. I could see her now in my eye. When I think of beauty, I picture the most beautiful woman in the world. It's got to be. And that's what his Eve was. His Eve was to him the most beautiful woman in the world. As to me, it's, she's the most beautiful woman in creation. And it was automatically like, whoa, man. <laughs> like, whoa, God, you outdid yourself on this one. Now, we apply that in this scripture clearly to a wife. But you know what? You can woe God on anything because God will do far above what you could ask or think. Because that is his desire to do far more and exceedingly above what you could ask or think. So when he woke up, he gave the surprise and automatically he spoke as a priest and a king. You have to see what's happening in this transaction here. It wasn't like he just decided to quote something or say something. The Bible wasn't written. He was saying now, now this is an authority, son, God, king speaking. This is now bone of my bones. He's saying, oh, she caught up. Oh, no, 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 no. I am like my father. Oh, come on. See, he's done heard these words before. He says, this is now bone of my bone. You understand what he's saying here? He's taking full possession. I don't mean like dictatorship and you're mine, you're my slave or you're my property or you're my prize. That, no, 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 no. He's saying you are of me. Oh, come on. You are of me. This is now bone of my bones. This is flesh of my flesh, meaning that I have co-created you. You came out of Yahweh, but you came out of me. Now I'm like my father. He was basically saying, I'm being proven to be that which is like my father. That's why you want to learn how to co-create. And I use the word learn loosely for my lack of vocabulary. Because he co-created with God. And out of Adam, flesh and bone came Eve. And then he named her. Now, naming her once again, like I told you before, wasn't like God brought, you know, a deer to Adam and Adam said, oh, that's Bambi. We're going to call it Bambi. No, 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 no. When Adam named something, it named the whole creation, the character, the makeup, the structure, the being of it. And he said, you shall be called woman. He acted as a God king right then. And she's been called woman ever since to this day. Because she was taken out of man. Oh, man. I wasn't going to even touch on any of these parts, but they are just going through my body. Ooh, she caught up about no, 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 about shita. That's why a woman looking for the king and the priests, the prophet, the oracle, one that can speak from heaven. Yahweh, I thank you. As you move further into your relationship with Yahweh, let me go on because I want to get to the point I wanted to speak because I'm just being caught up into this 
this thing right now, how now I'm using it as for Adam and the male, but this is also for you, the daughter. This is for you, the daughter, because you co-create with Yahweh as well. You name things as well. You call things forth as it should be. And it is you abacadabra. You create as you speak. You move in the heavenlies and the heavens moves for you. We're using this one example, but this is for male or female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Father, I just send out healing right now. Because sometimes when you read this, you know, 50% of uh, the world is divorced. And maybe you're divorced or maybe you're not. Or maybe you've had long-term relationships and broke up. It's just the same as like a divorce. You're in covenant and you're out of it. And, and sometimes we'll see the word or we'll see God or we'll see relationships. And the disaster of that, I just remove that from the scales of your heart. Remove those fig leaves of the pain, of the hurt, of the rejection, of the abandonment, of the abuse, of that which has come against you that separated you from that which at one one moment you committed yourself to and now you don't even want to commit yourself to it but it also lingers on to carry in your future so we want to erase that right now i see the holy spirit eraser out and erasing the trauma and erasing the pain because it wasn't supposed to be like that it just wasn't supposed to be like that we erase it right now in the name of yeshua and we bring light and life and love and blood covenant to heal that trauma in your life Oh, I don't have no trauma. That happened a long time ago. I'm not worried about that. Well, let me, it lingers and it sends an effect into your body and in your emotions. And it actually part of your makeup that you don't even understand or comprehend. And it's in there hidden, but you're always coming in by the spirit of God. And I don't mean hidden like sin. I hate using the word hidden with Christians. I always think of sin. Please don't be sin consciousness. If you hang around me, don't be sin consciousness. That's the natural man. That's the natural world. Oh, brother, if I'm not sin conscious, I need to be holy. Well, if you realize you were righteous consciousness and you are holy, you wouldn't worry about while your flesh acts up from time to time. It will move into position as you love it. That's a whole nother message. You need to listen to my podcast. I got over 900. We'll teach you these things. But Yahweh wants you to see who you really are. And marriage is a beautiful thing. And if you decide to be single the rest of your life, it's a beautiful thing. And it can always become beautiful because God can make everything beautiful in his time. And even the pain that you had, Yahweh can use it to promote you to your destiny. I said something in church the other day that I probably said I would never put on my podcast because I'm pretty raw in my church. Because I go into the heavens and I see and I'm a little bit different than the average preacher because most of them want to preach about doing wrong and getting right and... I preach about you are right and there is no wrong and walk in the righteousness of Yahweh that's been afforded you. And, you know, but in your life, you're going to go through things. In your life, you're going to make mistakes. In your life, you're going to be filled with sin, iniquity, transgression. You're going to break most of the Ten Commandments. But the Bible says if you broke one, you broke them all. So it, it, there's no shadow of turning to either one, like one's greater than the other, one worse than the other. They're all unrighteous before the Father. That's why we sit under the blood covenant. But then Yahweh showed me, he said, you know, how many times have I used sin in people's life to deliver them? How many times did I use sin in their life to bring out truth? How many times did I use sin in their life to bring glory? Now, God don't cause you to sin, but he'll use anything. 
Even that pain you went through, even those stupid mistakes you went through, those relationships you had, or maybe the bad job you took, or the bad business deal that you failed in, or just whatever. Maybe you, you just had people do you wrong for no reason at all. Maybe you got mad. Maybe you got anger in you. Maybe you have hurt in you. Maybe you have guards up. Man, y'all always getting deep. Why? Because we're talking about the very spirit of God and, and the spirit of man. And he wants to heal. He wants to save. He wants to deliver. He wants to make whole. Because it's already afforded to you through Christ Yeshua, Jesus, our King. And God wants you to know that you're whole. But God says, listen, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I had someone message me the other day and they were like, oh, I want a husband so bad. I'm like, you know what? All you have to do is get your face before the Father. Now, I know that's easier said than done when you have a need of something. But I'm telling you, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, meaning Yeshua the Lamb and who you are inside of him. Everything shall be added unto you and be at peace. It's not always at peace when you're waiting. I don't wait easily. I'm not one that rests easily. I'm trying to learn that now that I'm in my 50s, but I've never been. I've always been aggressive and you're always aggressive in all the areas of my life. And, but you know what? Yahweh's in control. Marry God, marry Yeshua, marry Holy Spirit, and then watch what he'll bring to you in due season. In due season. But don't give up on love. Somebody needs to hear this. Don't give up on love. Even because when you give up on love with one thing, it will go to another thing. Don't give up on love. Maybe you've been hurt by church. Don't give up on love there. Maybe you've been hurt by family. Don't give up on love. Maybe you've been hurt by your children. Don't give up on love. Maybe you've been hurt by spouses. Don't give up on love. Maybe you've been hurt by God in your own mind. I've met so many people I've counseled that why did this one die too soon? Why did this, why did that? They get mad and get hurt. God, don't give up on love. Don't embrace it. Let it heal you. Come out of the natural realm of it and go in the supernatural realm and see that God is love and let him cascade all over you and strengthen you until you reap the harvest that you so desired. Man, this message is bringing all kind of stuff out. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. This is still honorable before Yahweh. I love marriage. I love marriage. I've always loved marriage. It's a roller coaster everyone should ride. <laughs> but it's joy. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Let's go to the next verse. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now, when I used to read that, I used to think, well, shoot, they're standing there in their Playboy outfits. Well, but I know better than that now, since I know they were created as spirit beings housing a body, housing the skeleton, housing the flesh. So it wasn't naked like that. And when I was talking to a good friend of mine, the Lord spoke this to me. And he said, they were naked before each other, Adam and Eve, which meant they were totally exposed of the intent of the heart. They were totally exposed of the intent of the heart. I, I want to go into this a little, a little deeper, okay? 
because this is so important. So they were totally exposed of the intent of the heart and they were not ashamed. If you read later on, you'll find out that they could hear the Father, they could hear the presence of the one they loved and spent eternity with. They could hear the one that they loved being with and it was their God, their creator, their daddy, their Abba. But they begin to hide themselves with fig leaves. You see, it's instant. It's instant. When things and problems and solutions don't afford themselves immediately, even when things that come against us that we had nothing to do with, we somehow begin to hide ourselves. We be somehow begins to put on fig leaves of it that it doesn't expose itself, whether the nakedness of it, the hurt, the pain, or even our desire of it, we hide it. Or our hurt or shame, we hide it. See, that, that, that's... That's what we do naturally. And that's why you want Yahweh to come in. That's why I tell people all the time, decree the love and the light and the Zoe life of the blood covenant of the lamb over your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, and your cells every day. And illuminate your cells with the yod hey va hey through the blood of Christ. And watch your DNA be transformed spiritually speaking. Watch your body be transformed spiritually speaking. Watch your mind be transformed spiritually speaking. To get off all of those fig leaves that are there that we don't even know they're there. But Yahweh says you can come to a place, I love this, that you can totally be exposed of the intent of your heart to everyone without fear. Walking in Zion, walking on the other side of the veil, walking in the depths of Yahweh. Well, once again, this is Sigma Bay. I'd encourage you to share this with a friend today and share this with a loved one today. I'd listen to and engage it a while. Go into the heavens through the Lamb, Yeshua the Christ, and allow this to minister to you because Yeshua is healing right now. He's going in deep right now. He's exhorting right now. He's making whole all the pain, all the rejection, all the things that caused a little ounce of fear here and fear there. Even sometimes our strength, the foundation is fear. And Yahweh wants to replace that with his love, with his greatness, that you can become totally exposed with the intent of your heart before Yahweh. Never be afraid of Yahweh looking into your heart. Never. You know, the, there's a scripture in the Bible talks about, you know, out of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And, you know, basically you can tell a man's ways by in the heart. And I've always preacher after preacher after preacher, including myself in the old age, always use that as a negative of God's going to get you. God's looking for bad. God's going to see that dirty little secret. No, 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 no. Yahweh took me to the other side of the veil. And Yahweh said, oh, look, I see your heart as pure and righteous before me. Oh, I see the purity of the intent of the heart. Oh, you're my most valued son. I love you. He didn't see any of what I thought he was looking for because that was man in the natural realm looks for sin and unrighteousness where in the spirit realm, Yahweh only looks for that which identifies himself inside of you. And he is in you because of Jesus. Glory to God be healed today. I love you so much. Once again, this is Sigma Bay. Share my podcast with whether your neighbor or around the world. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom. Shalom.